I'm Alisa Karopka and this is SEO in 2023. Hi. Hi, Alicia. What's your number one SEO tip for 2023? I have a tip which might be seemingly basic. However, I think that if you get to utilize it, you will appreciate it later. And I do really hope before I was asked to prepare the tip, there was a question, how do you measure if it's successful or not? I do hope you won't be able to measure if it was successful or not. However, it will make you prepare. My tip is to prepare for the worst, but hope for the better. And to do that properly, you'll need to make a backup to write a workflow and to prepare reporting so that you can do that under any circumstances that may come. Prepare for the worst. From an SEO perspective, what might be the worst? Last, lately, for example, we've seen lots of things happening, pandemics, we've seen natural disasters, some SEOs had their personal circumstances, we had lots of things happening. Now we are swift forward into recession and we might expect that the next year might be very bad for businesses in many terms and for some SEOs as well. We see people getting laid off, lots of them, and that may continue and the trend may become even worse. So some people under these circumstances, well, you always think that well, at least I have my own brain and I can do what I know. But we've seen from the past that um, <laughs> you might get uh, like uh, choked with food or you can bite your tongue and your lifelong experience in uh, chewing and uh, taking food didn't protect you from this failure anyway. So the best way to get prepared for anything that might happen to you, preferably not, of course, but is to make backup. And uh, that is um, physical backup and possibly cloud storage. And don't keep that backup with your natural files, which you are working each day with the next one in this uh, all that is the written workflow of your typical tasks of what you do daily can, can, I, can i just dive into backups just for a yeah. quick second just before we get back into workflow um so what specifically should you back up and why do you recommend taking a physical backup as well as cloud backup? Because cloud, what I've experienced myself this year is that cloud backups, some companies may stop working with you. Some companies may get burned. Their servers may get burned and you don't have any access to that. Or the servers might be in the country uh, which experiences some difficulties, no matter what kind of difficulties. And you don't, and you just lose access to them. What I've also found out that people are uh, like storing their backups along with their files on the same server. So whatever happens to their files happens to their backup and they cannot, <laughs> so they cannot use it. That is another thing that you should not do. Physical backup, you just, when, when anything happens to you, you just grab the disk or whatever it is, and you just go with that. <laughs> to and just to clarify, what do you mean by backup? I, uh, I mean, what, 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 what data specifically should you include in the backup? Those are all your um, documents, absolutely each one of them. So so, 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 so the, the, the website are you talking about? Are you yeah, talking about your, I'm your talking visit about, data? I'm talking about uh, websites. I'm talking about those SQL um, uh, tables. I'm talking about all your documents, passwords, and uh, all the data entries because most of us, they have lots of accounts out there, which they do remember they are somewhere in their Chrome tab where they paste in the password and they don't even sometimes remember the names of the tools they are using because they are all programmed into their Chrome or elsewhere. So you should have these stored exactly independently because you will forget about them, I, I may assure you. You also should... 
<laughs> have this backup data about the, all of your domains, all about your links, which you need to, uh, after some times, you will need to pay for them. And sometimes you don't get these notifications that it's going to expire or something like that. And you just lose access to, to your website, you lose domains, you lose the backlinks, you lose lots of data. So that is, should be also the part of your backup. And is it an SEO's responsibility to think about all this as well, do you think? I think so, because you are like someone who drives traffic and you are someone who drives um, money to businesses. Like at the end of the day, it's all about money you can provide to the businesses for them to grow and to um, maintain themselves. Yeah, I mean, I'll at least be asking the questions because obviously the the website's success, whether the website's there or not, whether the domain's working or not, obviously will radically impact whether or not the SEO has been successful as well. So it makes complete sense. And I also rudely interrupted you talking about documented workflow. So what were you going to share about that? Some, some people think that they are good to go only with the backups of their documents and their websites, and that's it, because they can, they can use their brain and they have this experience, successful experience of bringing websites up and they think they do remember everything. However, when anything bad happens to you or anything unforeseen, uh, what um, no one talks about but what happens to most people is that their brain is so concentrated on survival that no matter what you do, your cognitive functions, they suffer most of the times, more with women than with men, but both parties can sometimes suffer from that. And you thought that you've always known how to do this routine task and that you are very successful with that. However, when the harder times come and you are under stress, you just cannot operate properly. So you should also have these workflows written down for you. I know that it may sound very basic. You think I'm doing that each day. I know everything. I may bring my websites up at any time. No, you forget everything and you just cannot concentrate on that. So when you have this workflow written down, <laughs> list by list, properly you just open it in your backup and you just follow it and it's a great practice for outsourcing as well so um if your business is growing if the amount of activities that you have to do as an seo is growing then obviously you're going to build a team and then if you have those documented workflows already then it's going to be much easier to actually get people working from you and, and replicate what you're doing sops they help as well but sometimes just something very ordinary task which you do daily they will help you because you just forget how to do them under some circumstances i know that may sound primitive or basic but that's like the reality what happens what may many people like find out <laughs> in their own way so if you have it that written down and you just open it from your backup you're able to proceed with your work whatever happens so there may be hurricane around you you have your <laughs> tasks written down and you just one by one you do them no matter. And also, I do suggest because when something not very good happens, we are in the recession, we are in the, I don't know, some attack or like you need to hide somewhere or whatever, now pick some one thing which you are especially very good at. So something you are doing perfect, much better than others, then that you can do anytime. And write it down and make it your like something distinctive about you, something that you can offer to other people. Um, in circumstances when you lose everything and you need something fast to work on with something very fast. 
Okay, so you've got to document everything. Um, it's not necessarily just about the fact that you might be growing as an organisation, you might outsource. It's the fact that um, you are a key person risk to that organisation. So if you're under stress or if you're not able to fulfil your normal tasks, then it's a lot easier for you or to, for someone else to do what needs to be done. So that's documented workflow. Um, you also talked about automated tasks as well. So what are some examples of automated tasks that you should be backing up? So some automated tasks, uh, tasks, they require you just do some very basic things, such as tracking your performance over time, tracking um, how your website uh, performs in terms of errors, technical errors in terms of rankings, having those alerts all the time if anything happens to a website, for example, if you lose a, a big portion of your organic traffic for some cluster. Uh, it's also um, something that you can also automate is adding content and optimizing content and uh, looking for entities and schema markup. Mostly those are technical tasks that you can do like that. And of course, monitoring alerts uh, for your backlinks for everywhere you are mentioned and uh, things so, like that. So what that. are some key specific automated alerts that every SEO needs to have set up? So uh, I, I've mentioned the, that uh, some of them already, but one of the most important is that your domain uh, is up and running. And if you have to pay for it, just you've got this. And, and you also touched anyway, on not to miss organic um, success as well. Um, so how would you go about receiving an alert, setting up an alert and receiving an alert if you had a dip in organic reach? Yeah, just make your developer do that for you if you can do that yourself. But you can automate it with Python or you can automate it with uh, console but APIs. Ideally, what, what are you targeting? Kind of are you targeting um, kind of overall um, reach? Are you talking? Are you targeting maybe just the key pages, like the home page for a specific keyword phrase or, or certain pages on your site? Um, what, what specifically are you tracking on your site? Like some people have very small websites and that is local business websites or something like that, where you have like very few landing pages, which you want specifically to track because they bring you customers. And for bigger websites, you automate that in clusters. So you have like, for example, you've got a big e-commerce store where you are selling, I don't know what, some, for example, I don't know, bags or um, some wear or something like that and uh, if you are f seeing a significant drop to one of those clusters you know that you need to go and see what's happening there and why it's happening. I know all of this leads to a bit of a, an evaluation process and perhaps reporting internally or directly to clients. Um, so, 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 so how do you bring everything together and perhaps turn it into uh, a report that you can action? Yeah, so I've been looking into that myself for a long time and I cannot say that here is the solution that I can recommend to everyone. Uh, most people, however, they turn uh, to one of the two options, most of them. Uh, one use uh, Google Studio, Data Studio, and uh, they um, get all the APIs into that one. And uh, others use Power BI, like most of the people who I talk to, where they, because when you have, for example, Power BI is very um, useful when you have lots of projects. For example, you're running lots of websites and uh, they are 
more or less in the same niche and you want to see the performance for each of them at the same time because for example you are selling um, more or less similar things on all of them so you want to understand how they are performing all together not separately and power bi would be very useful when you want to see all your projects and um, like track their performance in one place. Wonderful. Okay, so data studio of them at and once. Power BI there. Um, so specifically, what reports um, are key to be building initially inside Google Data Studio? Oh, <laughs> like all the, all that concerns organic traffic for you. So you want to see how many people come from Google, how many people come from other search engines, where they come from, what is their flow across the website when they convert, and of course all those associated conversions. What brought them to buying, or if you if they are like um, some 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 of them are lifelong customers, LTV and all these kind of things. So. How, what, where do they go if they subscribe or not to your newsletters, all these kind of things to then analyze that. But that's not for SEOs already. So you just put that to marketing department or whoever else is doing that. And um, in large organizations, um, you've, you've possibly seen in large organizations, they often have big screens around the marketing department, around the organization, um, just looking at key data, uh, perhaps coming from something like Google Data Studio, but just focusing in on, on key metrics. Um, what's they're doing well that day? What, what are they not doing so well? Um, what, what key data uh, would you recommend um, including on a monitor like that, on, on a TV like that? Um, are, are you looking at um, average conversion rate? Are you looking at um, maybe uh, decreases or increases in, 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 in traffic? What, what are the absolutely key metrics that you would recommend sharing with a general marketing department? If you have service company, uh, one of the key metrics might be signups for your service, calls for your service, and then how that converts into how these leads convert into customers. So the leads coming into your system and how they convert afterwards, where they are coming to, which clusters are the most popular. So do they come off to one? specific page and you are dependent only on that one page or if you are able to bring them to various pages um, these are very important in terms of e-commerce of course you will have lots of different pages but still you will want to see what customers are buying the most and if they buy anything else with that uh, to add that to, as a proposal to other customers and to sell even more so that will very depend on the business but most of them are like signups or things um, that people buy or add to cart and how they convert after that. So the actual money, actual money. <laughs> and also, of course, uh, for me as an SEO, I do uh, see the correlations for this page if it, uh, where it ranks in terms like in Google and everywhere else and how much traffic is brought from that system to that specific page. Actual money SEO is not just traffic. You've shared what SEO should be doing in 2023. So now let's talk about what SEO shouldn't be doing. So what's something that's seductive in terms of time, but ultimately counterproductive, something that SEOs shouldn't be doing in 2023? So I think that um, we've been talking about, when we were talking about SEO 2022, we were talking a lot about AI. And now it's really happening. And lots of people are over-engaged into this. And they try to um, put their lots of efforts and resources. And while it's very interesting, Interesting to test and to play around with. I don't think that um, 
taking too much resources and too much of your time into AI tools, which are actually based on one or two uh, of the same resources around the globe, uh, will bring you any good. Because eventually, like what I've tested and what other people tested, you end up uh, spending much more money on that compared to if you do that uh, like with human at the moment at least so i think maybe in 2025 or 20 maybe even in 2024 it will become uh, less resourceful maybe and it will be more beneficial but in 2023 i think they'll be still testing a lot around with that and um, the fact checking thing for this type of content is very difficult to say the least and uh, you'll end up spending more if you invest into that in 2023 compared to um, investing into real well let's hope that we can revisit the the value of ai driven content in 2024 and 2025 and beyond alicia korobka is the founder and seo lead at fagella and you can find her over at fagella.com alicia thanks so much for being part of seo in 2023 thank you Get your copy of SEO in 2023, the book, over at seoin2023.com.